Welcome to the Fall Damage Central podcast this week of September 29th, Friday. I'm the Mighty Bildo, your co your one of two hosts, as always. Um, this week, got a special guest here. I know you guys are looking like, who is that? We've never seen old school legends face. Is that him? Is that that ruggedly, ruggedly <laughs> handsome man sitting there? No, you'd be wrong. This is my buddy Rhino Slater. What's up, Rhino? Hey, man. Uh, glad to be a part of this. And yeah, sorry I couldn't uh, fill in the shoes of the old legend there. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, yeah, right. Uh, old school had some prior engagements here. So at the last minute, Rhino agreed to jump on and try to fill the shoes, even though it's going to be a hard task. But we're up for the challenge. Um, yeah, I'm ready. Uh, see what we can get into. And uh, maybe rival the legend, right? Oh, I know. I've been on you for quite some time now to let's do our own podcast. <laughs> um, but man, you're so, so busy true. with work and, um, you know, I'm just busy sitting around doing nothing half the time. So it hasn't really come to fruition yet, but one of these days we're doing it and we're going to like skyrocket to the top of the charts. Like, I'll take those days of nothing now, if you if we could, uh, and switch some of that <laughs> workload. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th uh, this podcast already has like 16.8 million listeners every week. So our podcast will be um, pretty, pretty hard to top that, but we're going to try. I'm just kidding. We don't have 16.8 million viewers and listeners every week. Yeah, we might be uh, Mr. Beast or... Some of them, uh, Mr. Beast is just a legend in his own right at this point. Yeah, he, he's like, he's got to be over like a billion subs by now. You think? Dude, yeah, Mr. Beast is a very, very interesting character because as you watch his videos, and, and I started on, and I'm ranting here, but when he started doing some of it, can we pause for a minute? Yeah. If not, you're going to hear these dogs on <laughs> All right, we're back. Hey, buddy, sorry for that short break. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of Mr. Beast and his YouTube career and everything, uh, when you start getting into how he does YouTube, it, it's kind of like a project in its own. Yeah, so Mr. Beast is up to 187 million subscribers. That dude, like, yeah, that... did you watch his Joe Rogan interview? I think he did. I think you told me. Yeah, I've watched quite a bit of it, uh, and that's why I started learning about how he really got into it. He's not just making content for fun or, or BS. I mean, he's literally making content that's specified for viewers to enjoy, like, and, and just be spectacles of what's on YouTube. I mean, it's some of the grandest content that you can see. I mean, one of his most recent ones that I watched was something about a million, millions of cars from like the cheapest to the most expensive. And it's like the man himself has built up, his, his brand to a point where he actually sat in some of the most elite cars on the planet. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's incredible. Uh, it says a dollar car versus a hundred million dollar car. Yeah. On his latest video. I haven't watched it though. That's pretty yeah, I impressive. Did, I did want, and legit. I mean, he's sitting in like one, a one-off Ferrari, I think at the end or near the end. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he can drive it, but he sat in it and like, just to be going through college and him just like doing these random YouTube videos, like one, two, three, counting forever. And then at this point in his life, he just look back and say, you know, I'm somehow a YouTuber who's able to get access to like one of one Ferrari and then sit in it and then ride in it at the same time. Like who knew, like that's presidential elite status <laughs> quo there, but you know, yeah. off of what YouTube channel, the man can can realistically just do whatever he wants. Yeah, what's crazy is like uh, this day and age, like if he were to run for president, he would probably win because he's such a got a big such such a big following. You know, if like any if kids under eighteen could vote, oh, he'd win in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But man, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know if I would really want to be as big as him to where you can't go out without being recognized and stuff like I kind of like keeping some level of anonymity, like where people don't really know who you are. Uh, yeah, like, you ever, yeah, that, you watch, that's true. You watch spawn wave on 
YouTube? I have, but not in a while. But yes, I know who you're talking about. I feel like I would like being at his level. Like he's got enough, he's got enough followers and everything to kind of, you know, make YouTube a living and stuff, but he can still go to the grocery store and shop. And, you know, it, the chances are probably slim that he's going to get recognized and all that. Yeah. I mean, if he's in a game store, it's probably like, Oh dude. Yeah. Do that guy. Right. And, but like he's in food line getting some steaks for dinner or something. It's like some old lady next to him. Hey. Yeah. No, and then he just goes about his life. Right. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. And, and I agree. I mean, when it when it, you get so famous, it ruins your everyday life. You know, what, what is that brings up a question? What is life at that point? You know, you're you're locked in a secluded. I think Mr. Beast is got his own neighborhood, basically, where he lives for security purposes. Right. His own compound, and a lot of these. Yeah. Yeah. Famous people are in Hollywood and like this gated mansion community and stuff like that. It's like, well, what what kind of life is that? And I'm just sitting here like, man, I got to pay off my debt. I got to, <laughs> uh, you know, make a paycheck this week so I can eat. You know, it's like. I don't care if anybody knows who I am. Like, hi, I've got to work. You know? yeah, yeah. But uh, at that point, it's just like, what do you do? I mean, you can you, you can do anything, and that's another problem. When you when you have it all, what do you have? You know, you, do you have anything? I mean, like, dude, I like the way your mind works. Like, this is why we need a pod together, dude. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. But yeah, no, I hundred percent get it. Like all these hollywood elite people that can't do anything out in public because they'll just get flocked like you saw uh i you i don't think you watch football right um i, I do not you, watch sports did you see taylor swift was at a football game last weekend uh no but quote unquote yeah. uh like supporting her quote unquote boyfriend uh travis kelsey Place yeah, she has a new boyfriend. I've been seeing kind of news float around about that. Uh, just here and there. Yeah. I don't know anything about him. Is he a football player? He's he's a tight end. Yeah, he's a football player for the Kansas City Chiefs. And this is this past weekend was the first game she went to for him. And the media was all freaking over it. Like they had, uh, they were saying they had her up in the box in the suite um, with his mom, and then there was security lined up all outside, like. Not letting anybody well, in or whatever. They're on mom basis already. Yeah, I guess it's like, hey, meet I, my mom. I was like, all right. Yeah, I guess. Um, but that kind of that level of fame right there, I don't think I would want. It's, I want it. I want just enough to where it'll pay my bills and I could live comfortable. But I don't want that billion dollar mansion with eighty six billion fans worldwide. You know what I mean? It's it's not really yeah. For me. Taylor Swift, now you bring it up, is a really good kind of contrast to like Mr. Beast because she is in like the music industry and a lot of people, you know, come up, but it's even harder nowadays than it was back in the day because you could, you're pretty much with uh, your agents and they kind of kept building you. But now it's like everybody's on the internet. Anybody can be a singer, you're American Idol, you can instantly become famous. Like the instantaneous is ridiculous. And I think the, the, weird thing about now is is you can ride the high and just come down just as quick. Whereas back in the day, you kind of had to fade up and then fade down uh, a lot easier as far as like yeah. attention and, and uh, famous, famousness, I guess. But Taylor <laughs> Swift is just like a little country girl. I think she went to American Idol or something and then she exploded into something that I don't understand personally, but she's one of the biggest music stars in the world i'd say like it's it's ridiculous yeah. how famous and and she is because she's just a country singer but i guess now she's a pop singer i think she started this country uh and maybe pop i don't know what category but yeah the, the fame is unreal i mean she's up there with like people who if you can meet taylor's way like mr beast might be like shocked to meet taylor's like oh my god i'm sure yeah, right. you know but i'm famous right. yeah yeah like, I don't remember a time before, I don't really remember a time before Taylor Swift. I remember, like, one day she wasn't a thing, and the next day she's, like, the biggest thing in the world. Like, I don't that, remember exactly true. where yeah. she came from. I don't, I can't remember, I don't think she was on American Idol or whatever, whatever time. I think she just came out with one good song, and that just sparked a revolution, I guess. Uh, Taylor Swift <clears throat> become famous. Huh. Okay. I'd have to look it up and see if she was actually on the thing. But 
realistically, when we go from Taylor Swift to someone that you per say you want to be, it's like you, you kind of want to be like Sia, where you can come out and uh, Sia is the singer with all the hair in the face, the black and white. Uh, oh, OK. Yeah, I, I was completely lost. I didn't know who that was. <laughs> yeah. But she she always constantly hit her face and had uh, anonymity. Or I think that might be the word I was looking for earlier. Yeah. Oh. Anonymity. Anonymity. I don't know. Uh, and anonymity? Anonymity. <laughs> big words, man. <laughs> <laughs> Too big. Uh, but like she performed like that forever. And I never knew who she was. And, and uh, Marshmallow is another perfect yeah. thing. Dream, who's huge. I mean, all these people who were able to build a following uh, of just people who enjoy the content they make, not exactly who they are. Like, that's where it's at. I mean, I, I think that's the, the best way to be because then you can still have your normal everyday life, but still, like, come back into, like, this this big fame and, and all the money. You know, that helps. Do you remember the band The Gorillas back in the day? And I think they're still a thing. Well, if they are a thing, I don't know it. But yes, I do know of the gorillas. I I think they're famous for one song. I don't I'm not good with yeah one or two, one or two. Uh, but they were completely so, animated. All their videos were animated. If you went to one yes. of their concerts, I think they had the animations playing on a screen. Um, oh, I didn't know that. They didn't play I, like live I, in front. I don't. I never went to a show, so I don't. I couldn't tell you for sure. But I think it was. I think it was a screen like right now that I think mm -hmm. they perform live, but back in the day, I think it was just animations up on a screen, but I, I'm not hundred percent sure on that. I'm seeing some pictures on the web of like them and then the big screen behind them, which is to me, it's awesome. I, I love that sort of art. It's I guess animation or anime, but they, they really brought characters to life and, and that's just cool. Yeah. Uh, it's the same way I guess Slipknot does, except they do it a little bit more personal with masks and dress up, uh, which again hides their anonymity. <laughs> it creates anonymity. Anonymity. That's it. We could create a podcast <laughs> just trying to figure out big words. Oh man, we'd be here all night. Um. <laughs> um oh. Another fun fact about you, you are complete and total fangirl for the boy Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. I actually have a Tesla somewhere around here. Oh, in arm's reach. <laughs> there Tesla you Model go. X. Model X or S? It's the X because it has the Falcon wing doors. Oh, I didn't even know the car those teslas actually open like that in the back oh yeah it's, it's pretty sweet i mean they're really expensive which is why i have like a little model version uh that's all you can I'm, afford <laughs> yeah my wife got me that for one of my presents i don't know might have been my that's birthday sick. i think uh but yeah i think elon's doing a lot of big things and and it's weird because he's not doing one thing it's not like he's doing tesla he's doing all sorts of companies and yeah Space, I mean, they're all grand. They're not like small things. I mean, the boring tunnel company where he's boring through the ground with a big machine trying to create tunnels underneath LA. Yeah. Uh, then you've got SpaceX, which has rockets somehow going into space and then landing back on their tail, ass, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, you've got Tesla, which is, I guess, we're really starting up really a lot of fame from that which are really fantastic cars. And for some reason, he tries not to get into LiDAR. He, I forget what system they're using because it's been a while since I looked into it. But or he went the, against... Uh, he, autopilot? Yeah. He's going against right. the grain because everybody said LiDAR, LiDAR, LiDAR. Um, and then you have Neuralink, which is another mind-boggling situation, but I, I find pretty fascinating as well. Like The I man does it all. He's... They're getting ready to put the Neuralink inside a human for the first time, probably by the end of the year, I think they said. I, I'm I'm excited to see where that goes, because. I thought I don't, you would be the first person in line to get one. I would. And I would have said that a year ago. Nowadays, I'm a little more skeptical, skeptical, whatever, of putting something in my brain. 
Uh, realistically, I only want the Neuralink if I was going to get it. It's to to record memories and basically just be a live video feed of my life that I could easily go back and say, well, I want to remember that first time that my little girl said, Daddy. You know, uh, I want to remember that yeah. that uh, all that time before my father passed. I want to go back and relive some of that and just spend some of that time that because because some of these memories fade and and not even just the good ones, even some of the bad ones where it's like, you know, oh, I really fucked up. I need to to really sit back and have some therapy and see what I did wrong. See where uh, I went. What did I say? You know, uh, mostly good stuff, though, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then why not just be a dictionary at that point? Like if you can have all your memories and stuff and it's connected to the internet, there's no Googling. It's just your internal you know monologue it. thoughts just quickly say, what is this? And then there's like the Neuralink just somehow forms that word in your brain, I guess. Yeah. So I wouldn't be stumbling across the words that I try to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. You'd be able to say skeptical. Yeah. But a Neuralink would <laughs> be like, what is that word? And then my, my it would just take over my brain. Skeptical. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> what if what if it was just like Neuralink was just like a uh evil plan by Elon Musk to where like he'll have one too or he puts on a headset or something and at any point in time he can like flip the switch and turn you off and take over your body like if you're about to get lucky with the wife one night or something and he's like oh that looks like fun hits the little button and now oh. elon's in control and elon okay he's seeing what i see it. he's smelling what i smell he's feeling what i feel he's basically taking yeah. over my body and all the senses are going back to it. that's wild and what would you holy <laughs> would you be like would you be mad <laughs> like, well i mean like I, you wouldn't I, be able to experience it anymore like if i was on a one night it, stand no nah, i probably were like aha elon you dog but like you got me my wife would be like elon bro we're gonna have to fight about this one <laughs> get this out of my head <laughs> i'd be rubbing my head against a magnet <laughs> Baby, I gotta stay about three millimeters away from this magnet so Elon doesn't get in. <laughs> Don't bounce so hard. There. No, no, your wife's just in there. No, let him come back. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like Elon. <laughs> so you just give oh. up as a male and just play like whatever, just take over, man. Yeah. And and then, then it's like, well, you know, you know, well, you want to take over my wife. Well, now you gotta do my work. Well, I'm not gonna do anything. You know, well, you just well, sit there and do nothing. But that would be wild because that would bring up a different conversation is if he had the ability to do that, I wouldn't, I would appreciate it. I think that's crossing the lines. Um, it would be pretty fucking magical. Um, but if, if he has the ability to basically take over my body and, and I'm the doppelganger, what's to say we just don't have bots that we do that too. And now instead of him transposing me you're going to work in a coal mine you come into an office you sit down with a hundred other people i don't know why we're working in coal mines but basically <laughs> you sit down you put on your headset or whatever you want uh and you just connect to that robot and then control it and go to work in the mine so there's no human safety hazard lunch break robot just Ooh. kind of stiffen up you take off your 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 headgear if you have any and move on uh but then if you take that a little further, because we're talking about robots, sex dolls are a thing. Oh, yeah. And the, I can't say they're anatomically correct because I haven't experienced one, uh, but I've seen like the fleshlights and all these little gadgets and gizmos, and I've seen like the, the fake boobs and the silhouette of a body. Speaking for female, because I'm a male, I don't really look at male sex dolls, but I guess they do have them. And, uh, but now that robot is turned into what appears to be more or less a human. And at this day and age, let's say we would probably tell just by looking at it, like, ah, oh, it's kind of fake, right? You look at a sex doll, uh, it looks kind of human-like, but you can tell. But eventually you can't tell. Yeah. At some point there's going to, there, there's going to be, they're going to be indistinguishable from actual people. Yeah. And crazy. then taking that even further. Uh, Upload was a show on Amazon a while back. Uh, My wife watched you, that. She's been trying to get she, me to watch it. Yeah, I, I've watched the first season and it was very interesting. Very good concept. Uh, enjoyed it. 
Uh, I didn't watch the other seasons yet, but basically you just upload your brain. You know, you're about to die, and if you're lucky enough, they'll cut off your head, take your brain, and uh, you're now uploaded into a computer, and you get to live enough whatever someone can pay for you to live. That's your you live your wage, which is weird. Uh huh. But why don't we just upload our ourselves into computers, and now we're completely bionic, and no one dies and lives, and we're a space faring civilization. What are we even then at that point? I mean, how do you argue being a robot and having a conscience? Like, I still have my soul. Well, you don't have your physical body, so do you still have the soul, or is this just the brain yeah. functioning? You know, you don't have your heart. It's like go with your gut. Well, I don't have a gut. Yeah. You know? Do you still do yeah. you still keep those instincts? Are they are they all hardwired in your brain? Like, dude, those are the questions that are going to be answered in the next like. 200 years 300 years unless uh, the human race kills itself off i don't know which is who's the, more and more likely who's the smart uh black scientist is it neil De- neil, De- neil degrasse tyson yes so he was on rogan and he talked about like his plan for 2050 uh and basically by 2050 his estimates and yeah, I, I kind of listen to some of the smarter, higher educated people than me, but I don't, I think of the grain of salt, but basically said we pretty, pretty good by then. Everybody would have a cure. Uh, you'd have auto transportation. You wouldn't even need to drive. Uh, if you needed something, you could regrow a limb. Like life will be completely different than it is just 25 years from now, I guess. Like, yeah. And to go along with that, it'll be, interesting to see how money works in the future how jobs work in the future because i would imagine if robots exist and they're fully functional and ai is a thing like these big businesses aren't going to need actual people to do the work for them they're going to get computers and robots to do it like i'm already seeing like we work in the construction industry right and i know for a fact that at some point in the future i don't know if it'll be in our lifetimes or what but there is going to be a time where they'll just pull up like an AI uh, piloted truck or whatever will pull up to a job site and just automatically start building a building like 3D printing or something. Something the to 3D, that effect. The 3D printing is cool. And, and I'm not really sure where it's going to go because it. I think you have to start 3D printing material like metal materials. Uh yeah. But I want to jump back to something real quick before it leaves my brain. It's kind of on the same subject, but this is like a conspiracy that I just came up with. What if COVID was caused by the elites to (laughs) shut down the world so that way the elitists, I'm going to say perverts, didn't have to go to strip clubs for strippers. They, They basically created COVID so that way... They could create an OnlyFans. So girls had to create OnlyFans, which is basically the digital strip club, right? <laughs> and, and that's why COVID was implemented. Everything shut down so that the, the elitists didn't have to travel because they're too famous. They'll be recognized. Uh, and they could just sit back, hang a couple of dollars, and watch virtual strip clubs. Yo, that, <laughs> that is a conspiracy theory if I've ever heard one. Yeah, I dude. You you, gotta, you look at you look at China. There's so many people per area, and I've never been to China, so I don't know. But you start building cities on top of each other. You know, there's only so much room that so many people can go into like one area. You know, uh-huh. the digital world is the next world, and the, the porn industry is what drives a lot of things. The DVDs from VHS, like the porn industry, drove all that. So I'm just saying, the porn industry drove us into COVID, which made OnlyFans a reality. Porn is what made the internet so big. It is. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hormones kick in. A whole different world of life uh, is is in front of you. <laughs> and then you get older, and you're like, eh, "Wow, that was me." <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, dude. Um, talking about ai there's like i know like we work in the bim field i said construction but we do like the building information modeling that we coordinate 
trades in these large scale construction projects. Oh, well, um, we're going to be screwed, dude. <clears throat> oh, yeah. There's no there's it's, no need for us. There's no like no doubt in my mind at some point a computer program uh, just be able to plug in the type of building you want and uh, the kind of um, features like you want it to have and a computer program will completely build the building digitally for you. It'll coordinate every trade for you, create all the drawings, send it out. And then that's when the AI truck or AI robots come out and start building the building, putting it all up and the entire construction construction injury industry will be robotic AI and will be out of luck. Well, maybe yeah. not you and me because we'll be dead by then probably, but well, what are they going to do with all these people that need to make money to pay their bills and all this? Well, that that's the next phase of life. I think like that's the next generation of like, what is the world? What is the meaning of life? How do we deal with people being born? Because we're realistically just slaves, right? You, you go to work, you make money, you're you're docile humans because you're just following the path to go get that newest Apple or the Ferrari or just, you know, maybe hit that Disney vacation after five years of saving up. You know, we're, we're uh -huh. slaves it, even realistically. I mean, there is no way around living without money. Like you can't just go on land and hunt and, and really just do like 1920s uh, Wild West where like this is my stake. This is what I'm going to do. You can't do that. anymore. You have to function. So the the way it's going to have to go, it's going to have to go to like a universal, some kind of income. Mm -hmm. But what that does to money, I don't, I don't even know if it's even money at that point. It's like you just get credits. Uh, and then that's where it gets weird because if you're not being controlled by, uh, you know, working and having things to do, then, you know, you're kind of free to do everything. I think China that I've heard does like social credit scores or something, and it may not yeah. be China. It may be some other Asian, but uh, at that point, you know, it, we start evolving into like you, you have this home, but cool. We can't really do anything, but like if you do anything bad, we have to somehow reprimand you. So you have social credit scores. So you can go out yeah. and do anything because money doesn't right now. Money equals status for the most part. Yeah. If you have a million dollars. You're going to hang out with the millionaires easily. You can go anywhere and talk to anybody. You know, you got a dollar, you're going to, you could try, but everybody's just going to look down on you. Like, what do you want? You know? Yeah, um, yeah. And that's true 99% of the time. So it's weird to say where that's going to go. Uh, I was listening to uh, something that was talking about gold. And, you know, if I were to buy gold today to hold on for 10 years from now for like an investment or if the world crashes or the monetary thing fails, like, I'm I can't come to you and like the world's gone to hell. Martial law is out and we're sitting here trying to survive. And there's a bunch of people robbing stores. I come to you and say, Hey dude, uh, I want some banana bread. I'll break you off a piece of this gold bar. Yeah. You don't want gold. You want, you want the banana bread, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We money's weird. Uh, I think we have a weird attachment to it. Uh, I mean, look at, look at the Rothschilds and stuff like that. What is money to them? I don't think it's anything. They just yeah. get whatever they want. They wake up and wipe their asses with hundreds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's toilet paper. But AI is AI is going to get there. I think AI, I don't think AI is going to kill us. I don't think that it's going to take over. I think uh, there is good humans in the world that will help develop AI into the correct path. And I even think there's going to be more than one AI. And at some point, they're going to merge or fight off the other, however that manages to do so. Because, you know, if China has an AI, we have an AI, right? And we're developing all this in-house. Uh, uh -huh. What happens when one becomes the greater one than the other? You know, it's only natural that it's going to have to take over the other one. Um, yeah. So it's, it's weird, and it could change. But, I mean, really, it's... it's What's that movie? Galaxy? Uh, Galaxy Quest? I don't think it's Galaxy. It's the other one with the little robot thingy, I think. Uh, Wally? No, it's definitely got Galaxy movie? in the name of it. No, it's not <laughs> Galaxy. Uh, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. 
<laughs> oh no, older. <laughs> but basically, if they they ask the computer, like I don't even know what the question is, but they go to the final destination. They ask the all-knowing AI computer, "What is the meaning of life?" What well, I don't know, you know, the journey. And I, yeah. I think that's that's what I've been finding realistic is the journey is realistically the best part in life, like making goals and getting films nice, but you get there and it's like, cool, whatever journey is where it's at. AI is going to take a lot of that out because when I went to work, I met a bunch of people and it was cool. I learned who to stay away from, who not to stay away from. I learned some really good shit. I learned some really bad shit. And then I go to the next company and I meet some new people and it's like a whole different way of life. And I learned some new shit, make some new friends. And, and it's that journey where I meet new people. Without that, like I'm an introvert. I don't, uh, I don't get out of the house. What do you do then for fun? Like, hello, people in section A. Please gather for a social gathering of at least thirty yeah. minutes today. <laughs> They're gonna make like, us get together and hang out. Yeah, we'll have like 30, 30 second or one minute, sixty second date times. It's like speed dating, but you're just speed friending. Yeah. Hello, meet your friend. Um, that's crazy, man. It's crazy to think about, like, and it scares me, you know, like it might not be in our time. That's fine. It might not even be in our kids time, but I don't know. I hope it ain't at least Mm, not sponsored by Pepsi. You gotta, I've got to blur that out now. I'm not getting paid for that. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'll drink it from this. (laughs) There um, we go. No problem. Um, it is scary, though. You, uh, it, it's no doubt because we do do basically stuff that could be replaced with AI very soon. Um, yeah. Chat GPT is scary. And I can tell you it's really scary. And it's helpful. <laughs> it's. I don't know how. How do you go to school now? You know? Yeah. You're never going to have a calculator in your pocket. You need to learn to do this in your head. Yeah. I learned that way, Miss Miss Garson. I, don't, I just yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. And then I'm I have a computer in my pocket, let alone a calculator. And mm-hmm. then ChatGPT is just like the icing on the cake. Well, I don't need to take a test. Anything you tell me, I could just ask ChatGPT. It tells me in a second. Yeah, that, you got all the world's knowledge at your fingertips right now. But another scary thing about that is you're relying on that information coming from a source that is managed by another human being. So at some point it is, if, it will not, it's nobody, not entirely true. It's not entirely true. Well, it well, is managed, but it's saying. self-learning. It's self-learning. So it well, grows. I'm not, I, right? I'm not talking about chat GPT. I'm talking like oh, oh. websites and Google and crap like oh, that. Oh, that's true. But yeah. It's like, then at that point, if you're solely relying on that to learn stuff, then you're only learning what they want you to learn. You know what I mean? Ooh. But oh, man, dude, we can get into history right now with that that right there. <laughs> but like, I well, mean, they're already the doing that time, to I us. Get it. Yeah, you only see what they want you to see. Like a few, like if this was two years ago and we said the word COVID on here. Uh, the video might be flagged and not. That's oh man, I didn't know. think about that. You're gonna get flagged so hard because I put COVID I mean, and OnlyFans in the same conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's it's just crazy. It's crazy that. Uh, and I understand there's people out there that take advantage of the freedom of speech thing to the tenth degree. You know what I mean? But at some point, yeah. you just gotta let it ride because. If you're going to take away their rights to say something, it's only a matter of time before they're coming after you and your rights. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's a very good point. And, and I, I struggle with that because there's a lot of things that you shouldn't say. And sometimes we do say, but that is the, the freedom of speech. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the censor, censor is, is ridiculous. Uh, I understand like an age requirement because there's a maturity level, a, a growth development. But after a certain age group, like there should be really a control or a sensor. Like this is what we know. This is what we know to be fact. 
the right hand saying they know what to be fact. You have to make your opinions based on what you believe and what you know and what you put together to see who's telling the truth, really. But if they start censoring stuff, you, you can't even do that because you don't have all the information. Yeah. Uh, Twitter, as controversial it is, seems to be free speech. But it's weird how you... It's hard to do free speech, but at the same time be inclusive of the way we are now. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that's the tough balance because companies are so involved in a lot of these movements that happen uh, that they're really sensitive on what they say and what they support. And, and uh -huh. that's good at all. But I mean, you have like 1% of the population really forcing down their throats. Like this has to be the way it's like, what about the other 99% are just going home doing their day job? Don't really care about what you support. Yeah. Just make a good product. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't care and look too much into anything politically, man. I just want to wake up in the morning, go do my job, make my money, come home, hang out with the family, and make this podcast, and hopefully make a ton of money <laughs> one day. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't look too much into all that stuff. What would you do with a ton of money? Let's say, let's say, podcast becomes success. AI is a little ways off. Let's say. You'll make it to 60 before AI starts to take off and take your job. I uh, want to future-proof. I want to future-proof my life and invest in a ton of real estate, rental properties, get that passive income coming in. You know what I mean? That you way, own a piece of the earth. Yeah, you got to own something in order to... like. You can work 40 hours a week for 45, 50 years of your life. You could save that 401k and, you know, retire at an age of like 70 for us or whatever. And then like 80, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But then what are your kids left with after you die? Yeah, they get what's left over in your 401k, your retirement and stuff. That's all well and good but then they're just stuck in the same trap as you are. So, but if you yes. have, if you have I land, if you have houses, if you have apartments, you're renting out, if you have real estate that you're making constant money on, that all gets passed down to your family when you die. And that's generational wealth right there. Like working a nine to five, 40 hours a week for your whole life. And it that's for a lot of people. I mean, it's, I'm, 34 years old and, and the last like two years I've just started getting to this mentality where I want more. Um, but some people are happy with a nine to five. That's cool. I mean, if that's what you like, that's what you like. But I just feel like if you want true generational wealth to pass down to your kids and your kids, kids, you need to own some stuff, mainly real estate. So I don't know. That's what I want to get into. I'm just trying to navigate the waters and figure out how it works and I don't want to, you know, dive in head first and realize I'm in over my head. Like, oh, crap. I should have prepared a little bit more for this. <laughs> but at yeah, some I point, I took that free seminar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I listen to podcasts. I watch YouTube videos and I try to learn as much as I can. That's, but that's where I want to get to at some point. I mean, that's a good point. I, I felt that when you were like, you know, you, you got to pass stuff on down to your kids or they have nothing. Like I come from family where like you, we don't have anything to give anything. Everything I have, to, here. Do, I have to work for it. Same and, here. And it's, yeah. And it's that begging question. What, what do I do and how do I do it? And the weird balance is when you never had anything and you start making money, there's two ways you can go. You know, one is I never really had anything, so I don't really care about getting anything else. I'm just going to go to work, do what I do and live my normal life as I have growing up. Or two, it's like, I never had anything. That shiny thing looks great. I want that shiny thing. And then yeah. you got so much. Your data is collected, so they, they obviously got you by the gonads and selling you everything. And that's really difficult. Uh, but it's constantly like, buy me, buy me, buy me. And it's like, well, that's what I want. That's what I want. But in reality, you have to like put all that aside. I'm like, yeah, I can live without a, a new car. I can 
eh, the window's broke. Let's put some duct tape on it. It'll be fine. You know, like all the little things that don't, you might want to replace a window, but uh, <laughs> my, my parents actually live uh, with window units, but for the last maybe four or five years, they, they didn't have any AC at all. Oh, that's crazy. And, I couldn't and, imagine my life without AC. I'll tell you that. Right. So you upgrade to conveniences and what, what are the, what are considered basic needs? Is AC a basic need? I would think it is. Uh, but yeah, man, like I I'm passing on something to my kids and, and maybe I don't get to pass on that lump sum of money where they get to go off and just live off of dividends or income property. But like, maybe I can give them a little bit of a bump start or a safety net to fall back on to if, if, if they make some mistakes a little earlier in their career, maybe 20 to 30. Uh, and I think that's more realistic, but if you don't teach them to do the same thing, you know, it just, it's a repetitive cycle. Now their kids don't have anything. And yeah, uh, even with the internet and it's all knowing powers and chat GBT, I still haven't found the the one button that says how do I make a million dollars in a day? Click. And <laughs> I, get, I don't I don't get that answer. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's it's there is no answer. You can't do it. It's not possible unless you hit the lottery, and that is uh, yeah, yeah, a scam yeah. in its own right, in my opinion. <laughs> so will will Neuralink allow time travel? I don't think time oh, travel is yeah. possible. No, that's a lot. That's a lie. You, you're saying time travel is not possible. I don't think it's possible, man. What about different... Uh, what is it? Different versions of us. I forget what that's called. Like a multiverse? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that... Are you... What, what's feasible? Are... I'm just saying, like, if I were to go... Like, there has to be some kind of bigger story here. Like, time travel has to exist, I would think, to some degree to go back in time, even if you look at the movie Interstellar, or maybe he doesn't travel back in time, but he goes far away and comes back and time is accelerated, so he's younger. Based on so, traveling that far. <clears throat> when you still I've heard back. I've heard the theory, or I don't even know if it's a theory, I think people really think it's a thing which i get it but if you take a spaceship and fly as fast as you can like i don't know maybe it's light speed or something one year straight out into space then turn around come back you'll be gone like two years then but that would be equivalent to like 200 years or something on earth i've heard that before 200 years seems a little afraid because like the Matthew McConaughey and Interstellar <laughs> went to a whole other planet where like every minute was like seven years or something and then still made it back to his daughter being like an old lady. So it was like 80 years. But I, I never, the concept I never is, you never watched Interstellar? No. Bro. <laughs> it's good. I don't recommend a lot of movies. Uh, you don't. So that says that says a lot. It's, it's a long movie and you kind of need to be I guess a little open-minded, but it is one of my favorite movies. I mean, up there with Kung Fu Hustle and Zombieland, which are mainly comedies. Uh, Dude. I just, great. I feel like time is a man-made thing to just mark the passage of days and all that stuff. I don't think it's uh, possible to move well, back and forth. Ta- time is time. like the fourth dimension, though. So like it has its place in mathematics. It, it's it's know. a form of math, I'm... and we utilize it to. Uh, I'm trying to explain it and think about it at the same time, but <laughs> I'm just a I'm just a damn idiot, dude. I don't know nothing, but <laughs> me I, too. in my idiot brain, it just it doesn't make sense to me. I don't think time travel's a thing. Hmm. Well, that sucks because I really want to go back and see like the dinosaurs. Uh, the very first original Jurassic oh. Park made me a fan. Um, Going back to Neil deGrasse Tyson, he brought up something that made... This is the part of time travel that made sense to me. You can't time travel back to any point in time 
that was around before the invention invention of the time travel machine. That's true, I guess. So how if, could you? If somebody was to invent a time machine today, then any play any time in the future, they could come back to that specific time when the time machine was created. And that kind of makes sense to me. Do you think that's how the technology started evolving super fast? Like, because, like, literally, like, 200 years ago, it was the Wild Wild West or some shit. Like, Dude, and now oof. it's like the advancement in technology specifically is exponential at this point. Like, if you really think about it, I went to school without a computer. My child is going to school as a kindergartner with a computer or tablet. Yes. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And, and that's only give or take twenty years, uh, depending on how quick you get froggy. Uh, and like VR is, is something that was back in the day with Nintendo. You know, they had these little bulky things, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, cool!" And it never went anywhere. But now VR is it's not as mainstay as I think I would want it to be. I want it to be like a household name, like PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, like. Just yeah. one of the elites categories in its own. Yeah. But I think it's evolving. Uh, oh, it's getting there. Yeah. It's hard to say where that goes. Like, are we going to VR? Or is it some other form of digital reality that we just haven't shifted into? This leads into another conversation. Do you think we're bouncing a lot? I know. I know. <laughs> That's why we need our own podcast. We could dedicate each episode to a different topic or whatever. Oh, that, yeah. But, but this is just like, you know, a little sampling of what you get with, with us right here. So if right. millions of people come out and say, Oh, we loved it. We need more. Then, you know, we got to do it. But what's my thought? Oh, crap. There we go. Uh, <laughs> It was floating around in the air. I had to grab it and put it back in. I know uh, don't say stuff. <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> uh, do you think we're living in a simulation right now? Not Pepsi. <laughs> that is a... Uh... Oh, man. That's like a big we... question for me because I... that's tough like why like wouldn't we be there's tech companies all day right now just trying to figure out ways to get people in headsets and into a virtual world who's to say that they haven't achieved that already and this is it ai did it what if ai is already a thing that controls the world and just put us humans for some reason, like the matrix in in a little test tube with, uh, you know, so this, this thing's the playing big, in our brain. Yeah. The biggest thing that I like to think about is like the snow globe effect where we're literally just a snow globe on somebody's yeah. ta- table somewhere yeah. else. Yep. Uh, and then when you put that into perspective and you put like our galaxy in the snow globe and, they can zoom in and zoom out if they really wanted to. Uh, then you start looking at the molecular micro, very small thing. Like we can look at it with a magnifying glass and see that it looks like a little squiggly line or something. But like, uh-huh. what does that look like even further zoomed in? Like, is there an infinite zoom? And yeah. then you see what you see atoms, I guess. Well, what is the atom world? I Like, I, I don't know. Like, it feels like a simulation sometimes. Uh, and then I, I guess the more introverted and stuck at home you are, I would say you get a lot more simulation vibes. But when you actually go out and experience human beings, the consciousness, the, the cause and effect, you kind of feel like it's not. You kind of feel like it's a real world situation. But like if you're Maybe just secluded. Just that damn good. Like I feel like it's just a matter of uh, like Elon Musk's Neuralink. Uh, they implant it in your head and there's little wires that go to different parts of the brain. I feel like all it is is they find the right parts of your brain to touch and shoot little electrical ins- in- impulses into or whatever. And you smell things, you feel things, you hear things. I feel like it's just a couple little electrodes into the brain and they can simulate anything. 
I think we'll get there and maybe answer some of this in the future. Because understanding the brain is one of the most complex things we haven't done yet. Uh-huh. Uh Neuralink may very well be like the that's what their ultimate goal is. Like, yes, they're pawning it off to like help people get mobility back because they're paralyzed. He, they're yeah, sending nerves, right? He's claiming he can help blind people see and stuff, isn't he? The sight may be tough because you might have to regrow like some kind of but maybe they could just do an implant and then change it. I don't know, yeah. because some blindness may be affected by the brain. I don't I don't know how deep level that goes. Oh. Again, I'm an idiot. I don't know. It's just ideas I'm spitting out. <laughs> but but he I think he walked out. I think it was a pig. He walked out a pig with, with a Neuralink. Yeah. And, and a Saiyan back in the day, you know, was like, Yeah, I'll do that when pigs fly. Uh, you know? uh. Well, you know, technically I think they're about to start talking. <laughs> uh, and if you put a Neuralink on them and attach some wings to them, organic wing, I don't know what kind of pterodactyl wing you can get to fly a pig, but you, oh man, this is some mad science shit. <laughs> uh, you, you get like the largest bald eagle you can get or something like that and wrapped on the wings to the pig that has uh-huh. Neuralink. The Neuralink can control the new nerves to the, oh my God, we could get wings with Neuralink. You're saying that I can get vampire wings because Neuralink will control it, even if my body doesn't have the ability to. It, I did not somehow say that. tie in the nerves to the Neuralink, and we can I did fly. not say that. You said it. I didn't say <laughs> it. You said it. Oh man, <laughs> Elon Musk is gonna see this and be like, "What are the, what the hell are these kids promising these people?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of excited now. One of my when I was You're a kid, excited was... off a random idea you just had in your head. Thinking yeah it's real <laughs> yeah when i was a kid man like one of those things i really wanted to do was fly like you watch the birds and you're like fucking mad teenager i don't be here no more i'll fly away fuck the shit you know uh whatever I, it was really young um and maybe nine or ten and it's like oh i'd be really cool to fly you know kind of the time where you start wanting superpowers yeah but what if Neuralink really can expand to that level? I mean, if the brain controls everything in this body, their Neuralink is an add-on to further control and stimulate the senses. If yeah, we they say just we only add... Use, we only use like 10% of our brain. Yeah, I mean, you guys might. I only use about 1%. <laughs> what if what if Neuralink opens that up and you use different parts of your brain and crap? How crazy would that be? So, do you know a person with ADHD? Do you have ADHD? Okay. My wife says Um, I do, but I don't know. (laughs) Do you have ADHD? I've never been diagnosed with it. Okay. I don't think what you... I may have some form of... An extreme ADHD case would be one of our co-workers. I won't leave my name. Yeah. Uh, That's to me, that's a full 10%. But the problem is a lot of times you won't be able to control it. And that's kind of what happens to a lot of ADHD is there's just so much output that you can't control it sometimes. And that's where the yeah. frustration builds with, with a lot of those people. I don't have ADHD. And I mean, if you do great, if you don't great, I mean, everybody to each their own. I really enjoy the different aspects of people and who they are how they think uh but i imagine adhd as 10 percent because their memory capacity is off the charts oh i would love to have that memory capacity uh their intelligence is most of the time off the charts uh their social game may or may not be good so they may be down in some of the other areas but if you take that to 100 percent, how could how would we comprehend that I mean, you're just getting blasted with information all the time. Dude, how do I you, know. How do you turn it off? And and does that open the fourth dimension then? Because you know everything all at once. Do you get like telekinesis? Because now you can control the waves of space. Come here. <laughs> I think it's I think it's get over here. That's some Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like they talk about uh, people that eat mushrooms and everything. And start tripping on acid or whatever. They go on these uh, trips with mushrooms. And they say it's like they feel like they're in another dimension or something. Like, what if that is another dimension? We just can't access it 
with our current state of the brain, but with that Neuralink, what if it opens? That a begs bunch a of good doors? that that begs another good question. Yeah, like if you're on mushrooms or acid, you do see things in a different way and experience things in a different way. How hard is it to unlock with Neuralink? Right? It sounds like Neuralink, 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 whatever you want to call it, Neuralink. Then you can call it Nora for short and kind of be like a nice name. Yeah. Uh, like, welcome, come get your Nora today. You know, sounds better than Neuralink. That's oh. true. Yeah, it does look better. It does sound better. Yeah, it does look better. Who are you thinking about right now? She oh. named Nora. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does sound better. I told you, I'm an idiot. I just, I don't know. I just say things. But. <laughs> What what is that? Because then, if if we had the possibility to open that spatial awareness, I guess is what we'll call it for now, at any given time with Neuralink, then we could begin to study that and and make hypothesis, gather data, and and just realistically give that a defining realm. Maybe like, hey, step into the mushroom realm. Oh, yeah, you don't want to yeah. go to the mushroom, right? We'll and be living in the Super Mario Land. That would be cool. <laughs> the mushroom only, only because it's kitty enough to be cool. Like you don't really not really worried about some eleven sixteen legged spider with eighteen eyes coming after you, and you're just a little little Dude, guy in the grass. I don't want any spiders whatsoever in any of my alternate realities or whatever. That's don't what scares me about. Play. That's what scares me about acid and mushrooms. Like. You go through good day. They say don't do things on bad days, and you know when you wake up and you're like, today is going to be a good day. Yeah. Uh, a prime example is that like when I have to work and it's like three o'clock in the morning, I'm like angry, complacent, uh, don't really want to do it, and making every excuse in the book. It'll be like a Saturday. I'll get up at three o'clock in the morning. Like I can't go back to sleep. I'm wide awake. Yeah. And, and like I'm kind of excited, but I'm like, why can't I go back to sleep? Like. Whatever. If, if I have a day like that, I kind of enjoy it knowing I don't have to go to work because for the most part, I'm a morning person and I enjoy waking up early and getting the start to the day. But if I got to go to work, I'm like, damn it, this sucks. I don't want to go to work. But if it happens on the weekend, then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go down, watch some TV, you know, make some make a little breakfast, hang out with the kid a little bit, hang out. It'll be great. Do you think that's what uh, circling back to no money? free life would be like if we kind of had like ai take over that that feeling you get every saturday would be every day if because ai if it, is making the content that we watch the games that we play there is no human yeah. need at that point we are just yeah take humans are nothing at that point we, you know like at that point if it's acceptable to just <laughs> you know, do whatever and not have to provide anything meaningful to society, then I don't know. It's crazy to think about. I could sit here right now and say, oh, I would love it. But after six months, six months of not doing anything, does your self-worth go down? I don't know. Because you're not Hmm. providing anything. This we can we can bridge this with nearly because that's a good point. You know, after six months of eating pizza, you kind of get tired of eating pizza. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like you look, feel like you, you know. got to create something, right? Yeah. So if if AI would take over, and like you just said, humans are kind of useless, which means they might as well kill us because they have no need for us anymore. But we're the ones with the needs at that point, so we create them to feed us what do they get in return i don't know but at that point it's just now you're all at home because there's no need to have a house at that point ai is taking over why would you have a house uh if you procreate well you have a a pod Uh, right and then your pod is just connected to the internet and you're all just avatars in an unlimited unbreakable vastly insane whatever you want space that's where you meet your wife that's where you meet everybody yeah. else and when you want to have a baby with your wife you could either have an in avatar baby or what they could do is like i don't think you can have babies with dna i would say they would take some dna from you and the other wife or 
person, whatever it may be, uh, mix the DNA and have a creation. And then now they have a live, you assume, because you're always in the pods, that a baby is made. Hmm. And then they're just up. Well, who would take care of it? Because you can't just upload a baby onto the <laughs> server. Dude, I, I can't even wrap my brain about what you're wrap my brain around what you're talking about right now. But I'll tell you this. I think it would be sick as hell to live on a big ass space station. You said yeah. pod and it jogged my thought process into living on a space station. But they'd have to simulate gravity. Well I wouldn't want to yeah, be floating around. <laughs> People are decisive, like if you're a Star Wars fan and a Star Trek fan, but one thing I think Star Trek gets right over Star Wars, Star Wars is definitely more fantasy. Uh, Star Trek seems to be a little bit more grounded in what we could actually reasonably accomplish. There is no force, obviously, and you can hey, have don't your say that. I'm don't just say saying. That, I'm, dude. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm just that's saying. enough, dude. I'm not even talking to you anymore. <laughs> in the podcast now, <laughs> <laughs> but th- it really gives a good sense of like being in space, being on a ship. How would a crew interact? What is the drama that happens if you do explore a planet and meet alien life? how that may happen. Beam me up, Scotty. You actually are turned into photons, transported, and then photon back together. I don't know. But, like, I would love to be, whether it be a space station, which is interstellar. They actually have a really cool one. Uh, And it shows you how they do gravity, which is pretty cool. Uh, Or Star Trek, where you're in, like, a ship, which goes to different uh, bases. Like, I don't know. What do you do? Then you. It would basically just be like cities and you driving a car to your neighbor's house. Except for it's a space station in the middle of space. Right. Like, hey, I'm going to Stella's New York City, you know, and then you just get into with a little jetpack thing. It just like (laughs) coast over there. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I would assume there might be an oxygen bubble of some kind where you wouldn't even have to have a spacesuit. Damn, dude. Rhino, this is an hour, man. I try to keep the pods at an hour, son. You should have ended it on the last note. (laughs) Yeah. No, stop it. I'm not talking to you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that'd be great. And then just create that one little snippet as a short. Put it up on YouTube. See if it goes viral. Oh, some psycho flips out because somebody says there's (laughs) there's no such thing as the Force in Star Wars. Hey, I gave you your your uh, your good stuff. I put OnlyFans, conspiracy, and COVID in the same dude, sentence. I know you're a goat, dude. <laughs> uh, I wanted to at least get a game in before uh, it was time to go because this is your, is more gaming related, and I haven't done that in a while because I've been too busy. Uh, but some of the games that I'm kind of excited for is one of the new Last of Us uh, because it's just really good story written there like part three yeah have they confirmed that that is like come on naughty dogs naughty dogs making so much money off that series you know they got to keep going yeah ellie's got to be a grandma like i need to grow up with ellie at this point like i need that story to keep going that's true uh and then final fantasy 7 remake i think is the, the closest one that i know i'll be buying no matter what when i'll be playing it i have no idea October 20th, Luke. You will not hear from me. You will not see me for at least 12 hours while I play this game. <laughs> what is coming out on October 20th? That's really quickly. Like, that's right around the corner. Spider-Man 2. Oh, I forgot about Spider-Man. <laughs> wow, that's coming Man. out in three weeks? Yes. Yes, Four weeks, Luke, whatever. Yes. We're in the time of Spider-Man 2. What? That's another goat. That's coming Let's out. Go. Can't wait for that. And I'm also pretty excited about the new Super Mario Brothers Wonder that's coming out the same day as Spider-Man 2. So I'll be getting both of those day one. That's that's tough. <laughs> that's $140. I'm going to cry. Because they're both 70 probably. Give it to me, daddy. I want them yeah. both. Follow Damage Central. Please pick this up. Someone do a Patreon yes. so we can do a review. Oh, I, my main, I, my I, main I, I hope one day I get big enough where I can start a, I can start a Patreon. That'd be cool as shit. 
But yo, yes, I appreciate everybody listening. If you made it this far, you're the GOAT. Like and subscribe down below. If you're on Apple, on if you're on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, uh, go on over to YouTube, like and subscribe, watch us there. If you're on YouTube watching this, go over to those platforms and watch and like and subscribe over there and do all that stuff and rate the podcast and I'll appreciate you forever. Uh, Rhino, thank you for filling in. I appreciate you. You're always a goat. And I hope one day we could do our own podcast. This was super fun. Um, And guys, next week, Old School will be back. I know you guys are jonesing for some uh, Old School (laughs) legend, um, you know, knowledge dropping, mic dropping that he normally does. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. See ya. Thanks, folks.